When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to the IFL TV podcast in association with Lonsdale MTK Global, sponsored by William Hill. Andrew McCart, IFL TV in association with MTK Global, with my good friend Josh Taylor. Josh, I've been in your house for about an hour, man. We've talked everything but boxing, but oh, we'll talk some boxing. Let's talk some boxing there, right? <laughs> good, good, news, good news for yourself. Um, let's just jump straight into it. Good news for yourself. Jack Carroll's agreed to step aside to allow you the undisputed fight against uh, Jose Ramirez. Uh, looks like Bob Arms said it's going to be early next year. Early next year. I mean, how happy are you? And thankful for Jack, I I'm, suppose. I'm over the moon. Uh, over the moon. Over I'm, the over moon. The, I'm over the moon, mate. Aye, it's um, finally there are no obstacles there now. You know, it's, that's the reason why I went with top ranking MTK as well, because they can make these things work. Like, basically, no questions asked there. You know, it was uh, it was brilliant. You know, so obviously a big, massive thank you to Jack as well for accepting to to step aside and wait, you know, so obviously he's got the big chance next, you know, once I beat up Ramirez, so that's, uh, me and him will get to do it next and that'll be, that'll be good, you know, so I would say, um, I'm happy, I can't, I can't explain it really, I'm, I'm delighted that, you know, I'm getting to get a stream fight, you know, I think I deserve it, you know, I think mm. I'm deserving of it, you know, um, given my last four or five performances, so, um, I, I just, I'm, I'm delighted, delighted mate, I. The thing is as well, like, you, um, I think I've said in numerous interviews with yourself, not just with myself, but Uma and everything else, I think I've heard you say that once you become undisputed you're going to move up and vacate, mm. but are you going to stick around for <coughs> that one more fight to give Jack his well, shot I, there's the no, there's, Everybody seems to be saying that I'm going straight up to 147 and that, you know, obviously that would be as a logical decision, but mm. I'm not in a hurry, you know, I'm making 140 quite comfortably. Um, so I'm not in a hurry to do it if fights come around it. There is other good fights out there at 140 that can be made, but obviously I've nothing really, nothing else to prove. If I win, when I beat Ramirez, I've nothing else to pr- prove. I'm number one in the division, so then it would be go up to 147 and you know chase chase a second weight world title. But you know, given Jack stepped aside and he's agreed that he gets a winner after it, you know then. We might we might do that next, you know. We never know. We just need to wait and see what comes my way. But you know, I'm, I'm thankful for Jack for doing that. So I'd like to try and honour it. Yeah. Again, it's an easy fight to make between you and Jack. You know, you got that whole Scotland v England thing and yeah. all the titles on the line. It's a massive fight as well. It's an all sort of the old enemy kind of Scotland mm-hmm. versus England match. You know, and for all the belts, that's never happened before. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's a that's a piece of history. Well, we're shy at football, Josh. So at least shy at football. <laughs> we're good at boxing. We're good at fighting. So um, I that that's a that's a massive piece of history in itself. Mm-hmm. So um, aye, that's that's huge. Going to Jose Ramirez then again. I, I watched your interview with Umar. You said you weren't very impressed with him mm-hmm. against Postal. Does that just give you more confidence going into to, to Ramirez, the Ramirez fight? I know you've always had that. 
yeah. confidence against Andre Ramirez because I think you said that he's, he's very not one dimensional but you know what you're going to get with Ramirez mm. but you've got loads of tools in your in your toolbox so to speak do you think now that that's giving you more confidence watching what he did to Posto watching what you did to Posto mm. and going into this fight maybe early next year it's gave you that extra edge yeah a little bit you know mm. but, um, because but again though I know, I know he can perform better I'm not going to sit here and bad mouth Ramirez because he is a very very mm. good fighter Um and very strong, you know, but I, I do think he can perform better than what he did, um, given that, you know, three fights got cancelled, so he's had three back-to-back training camps, had to peak three times and all that sort of stuff, and, and the no-fans mm-hmm. thing there. So that kind of, I believe that has a factor in it, but having said that, I've never seen anything different at all for what I've seen from before. Same thing, same shape, same movement, same patterns, come forward, pressure fighter, try to take your head off. That's easy for me. That's mm. uh, you'll walk into a shot if he tries to think he's. I see in an interview he said he's going to come in and overwhelm me. That's perfect for me. I'll, I'll take his head off if that's, if that's the case. So, um, I, I, I wasn't impressed with what I saw against Posto. I thought I just thought he was very ordinary. And I so lick him, lick him my lips and rubbing my hands together. Can't wait. Again, early next year. Hopefully, with everything that's gone on, we're seeing that there's no fans here in the UK in, in sporting events there was meant to be in the 1st of October but the government took it back do you feel within yourself Bob Arum said that it's either going to be in Edinburgh or, or Vegas or the US but is it safe to say that it's going to be in the US it's probably going to be in the yeah. US with the way things has happened here with, with Covid and especially the lockdowns north of the border here in Scotland it's, mm. uh, it's just ridiculous what's happening up here um, so it's not looking like it's going to happen here it's going to be more likely uh, in America you know so I'm the first to be that that's, uh, that's what the things the dreams are made of on tip of the bucket list again go to the US and headline a show and what I want to do it and they're all disputed you know undisputed uh, can be can fight, you know so <laughs> there you go a massive piece of history again so that's another one off the bucket list so I'm more than happy for it to be in the USA uh, in fact I'd probably rather it be there but the way things are just now here. I think I said to you as well, I don't know, I chat with one of your old opponents and we just programmed a couple of weeks ago and he said there's going to be fans at his fight in Texas. Mm. So, and there's going to be, I think he said, along the lines of 12,000 fans. I mean, in a seven, I think 12,000 fans in a 70,000 seat stadium, but at least, at least there's fans there. At least there's getting fans no, there. At least you're, you know, getting, I, at least you're getting someone there, you know. That, that last fight there, it was, it never really affected my, my mental side of things, but it was a very strange, Feeling. Very odd. I've been a couple ah, of shows. Very there. odd. Coming, walking out to the ring, and nobody there. Hearing a couple of claps. Good music choice as well. Nobody there. Ah, James it. Brown. Yeah. I know. I've paid the cost to be the boss. You know. Yeah. So, uh, I it was good. But walking out to the ring and hearing a couple of wee claps mm-hmm. for just with the people that are in working and getting your name shouted out in the corner when you're about to go out and nobody no, hearing no noise mm-hmm. and it just felt like a sparring match. You know. Um, which is why I'm giving Ramirez a benefit of the doubt his performance um, because it did feel a bit like a sparring match Mm -hmm. but at the same time I had that mentality that this is a world title fight this guy's here to take my head off this this chance to change his life Mm -hmm. go back and live in Thailand like a king you know Mm -hmm. what I mean so I thought that didn't affect me at all and that's how I felt good but you know that's why I've sort of given Ramirez the benefit of the doubt but it never affected me so it shouldn't have affected him I don't believe it did but we'll, we'll, we'll wait and see we're going to find out now aren't we I, 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 
I just went to my, my friend's house to watch, to watch your fight, obviously. It's the, it's the first time I've watched your fight on TV and I'm going to do one of your fights for a long time. But I said that I was kind of hoping that you would get more rounds in because I, I know you said, we, we spoke off camera, you said that good spawns like a, a, a fight, you're getting the rounds in anyway. Yeah. But when it's under lights, the smaller gloves, it's like you've been out the ring longer now rather than just the year you've been out because you've, nah. you've done less than a round. Nah, that doesn't affect me. I still, I still had that same feeling of going in for fight night and that same, mm. that same bit of butterflies the and, and the like weigh-in yeah. and the, the nerves and the butterflies. I still had all that experience, so that that's enough, you know. And I had more than enough sparring, good quality sparring to to be sharp, you know. If I, I didn't really believe in the the saying ring rust. Mm. I didn't believe that, like believe in that because if you're getting good competitive sparring for you getting leading up for a fight you're trying what you're trying to do and sparring what you do in a fight mm -hmm. so if you're getting good competitive sparring that you're getting pushed in and day on especially on days when you're tired and done a hard week's graft and you've got someone coming in it's fresh and they're, they're just as if not more better than fights you know in terms of getting yourself ready so i don't believe really in ring rust at all um but i did go through the experience of being in the changing room and getting up for a fight, the weigh-in and we fight week and all that sort of with stuff. With Ben as well, right. you, that's been hot so, on your first experience. So that's ben, so. been it's, it's it's no problem at all. It's no problem at all. I think I'm I get good sparring for Ramirez. That's all I need. That's all I need. Again, there was talk about who's pound for pound number one in the UK. I think a lot of people have put you up there now because your last five opponents. Now this is ridiculous. Mm. Was like the the combined. Record is something ridiculous like 110 or something 110 like that. 110 yeah. to one. Yeah, I mean that's that's crazy. It's a good record, aye. That's a good record. You know, um, obviously it's good to be to be. Uh, Are you the old taker? Did you know, change your name to the zero? Come with the old snatcher, aye. The zero snatcher. <laughs> um, but yeah, but I, I think it's good to be. It's good to be put my name in, involved in these things, and it's good to be finally getting the recognition that I deserve. You know, that I've been kind of. And I still believe I am a wee bit underrated, especially as a world champion mm. for what I've done and 17 fights, you know, and performances I've put on. I'm definitely underrated, but it doesn't really bother me, Andy. You know, mm. you've known me for years, it doesn't bother me. I actually kind of like it that way. So there, there's no pressure on me that way, mm. do you know what I mean? I'm not expected to do these big, great things like other fighters get get put on this pedestal and then they come up against the first test and they, and they fail because mm. they've got the or the hype about them and all that when they fail you know you've seen it time and time and time again so that uh, uh, doesn't bother me at all I know it doesn't bother I know well, I can fight ah, you know I can I fight know, people can fight. around me know I can yeah. fight real boxing fans know I can fight so that's all that matters why do you think that isn't just because if, if that was anyone else with the record that you've got the titles that you hold and the way that you are the way that you fight the sort of way you are on camera as well mm. why do you think that is that you're slipping under the radar a little bit it's too, maybe too I don't know maybe I don't know maybe maybe a lot of it's to do with well some of it's to do with my last setup that I had mm. um, they never done anything to to promote me go out of their way to promote me and make my brand bigger and mm. you know and I'd sort of advertise me basically they never done that at all so that's probably why I kind of flew under the radar a wee it's bit because well. you're a jock no, I'm not because I'm all sweaty socks. No, I think it's maybe something to do with that as well. Yeah, you know, yeah. I've never been in the way to to get me the exposure. The only exposure I got was maybe an advert on Fight Week or a radio mm. interview, and that was it. So that's probably a lot to do with it, I would say. I've got to ask as well. Uh, 
But MTK, I know you've got a good relationship with Tyson Fury. Now his fight with, I'm going to get your opinion on this. His fight with Wilder's off now. Mm-hmm. The trilogy's off. Uh, I think that was pointless anyway. But yeah, well, um, Wilder is dangerous. He's got that one punch, but Tyson beat him twice. You know, yeah. So I thought it was pointless anyway. Well, him and Joshua both fighting in December. Looks like. Do you think they can do like a? I saw a show, a split show between you and the US with Ramirez and Joshua Tyson here in the UK. Well, on the same day. Ah, because you're in the US. Nah, we're <laughs> but you don't want to be on the same day. That's that's two huge, huge fights. Yeah. yeah. So you wanted to be, it'd be myself and uh, Ramirez fighting, and then next week for, and a big event, yeah. and then the next week a big event for boxing again mm-hmm. for uh, uh, Joshua and Fury. Do you mm-hmm. know what I mean? That, that's that's better for the sport line. It gets more in the public eye, so now I would say two, t- two separate events. Big fight, Joshua Fury. I think I've had your opinion on this before, and who do you mm. think will win, but how do you see that fight going? Because obviously Joshua's yeah. technically is better than Wilder and does carry power, mm. power as well. Yeah, definitely. I think he's more dangerous as well. Um, he's definitely a, a, lot, he's a better boxer than, mm. than what Wilder is. Um, I'd say he carries just as much power because he's a unit of a guy. He, combination punches and that so he's, he's definitely a lot, a lot better than Wilder um, but I just think I just think it's in a lot of ways it's Fury's fight to lose mm-hmm. um, due to when it comes to boxing I don't think there's many people that can that can get near Fury um, because his unpredictabilities the way he moves around he, he doesn't know what he's, it looks like he doesn't know what he's, good, what he's going to do himself mm-hmm. at times and then he does it and it's a uh, it's very hard to prepare for that, you know, and he can do it all as well. He's got the head movement and boxing ability, the reflexes, and and very very awkward kind of style. So it's hard to get ready for that kind of style. And I just think it's when it comes to boxing, it's furious fight all day long. If it goes in close and they go a bit toe to toe, then that's dangerous territory. Josh could catch him with one of his uppercuts and left hooks, mm-hmm. and and he might not get up from it, you know. So. Um, I, I do think it is a close fight, but I'm edging towards Fury. So finally, what's next for you then, Josh? I'm sitting this. Uh, I, wonder, I don't know if it's a man cave, but it's a gym, and I can smell petrol. <laughs> but I'm going to do a separate video on that. I can smell petrol, man. I love the smell of it. Like the yeah, you got the, the new toy there. Yeah. I won't pan around. I want you to go around this gym. There'll be gym tour, and I want you to show us the. Yeah, this the is boys the, toys. This is the this is the wee man cave we've got in here. They've got the wee gym, the wee workshop, Taylor HQ. So I say I'm making it my own slowly but surely, you know. So I it's been going. It's got to be good once it's done. Definitely, finished. I'm gonna come up and do another video then. Um, when when you go back down to Ben, see Ben. Probably in a couple of weeks. Couple weeks. I've got a couple of things to sort out of with home, and then uh, I'll be back down, back down, back to business. Back to business. So I. Right, Josh, I won't keep you much longer, my man. Again, thanks for this Fightful TV. Thanks for inviting me to to Tail HQ. No worries, and, uh, Cheers. Speak to you soon, champ. Cheers, mate. Cheers, man. Thanks for listening to the IFL TV podcast, sponsored by William Hill, in association with Lonsdale MTK Global. Sports Social Podcast Network.